0: Hey everybody, happy Monday for those in the U.S. Happy holiday, MLK Day. I hope you get time off work and get to chill and learn about some mining. Again, this is a big one. I did this before, but it's just amazing how fast things change. And let's jump in. So the million dollar question is one, can mining stocks beat Bitcoin? Number one. Number two, if so, which ones? So let's jump in. Uh, this is uh, I I really <laughs> actually enjoy doing these, but they they knock the hell out of me because I've been working on this spreadsheet since Friday, and it's a monster. And I've built a whole bunch of new ratios for you all as well to help you do your own research. That's the mission. And of course, this is entertainment, and it's about math, money, and freedom, helping us make the right decisions. And I'll talk about a mistake I made a little while ago as well. So first of all. There is an IPO coming. It's a new Bitcoin miner. It's called Rhodium. I know some of you might be aware of it. Uh, 130 million shares. It's going to be priced between $12 and $14 a share. That could value the company at about $1.74 billion. The ticker is RHDM. And over the last nine months, they made about uh, $12 million in profit on $82 million of revenue, which is good. But that seems kind of weird. So let's see if this actual IPO could be overpriced. And again, Never buy an IPO. Wait, there's only one IPO I'd ever buy, and that'd be Starlink. So, in addition, let's just jump in and talk about what's going on in the macro world. So, miners are accumulating the highest level since May 2021. I shared this a couple of days ago, but it's very, very relevant. Miners know that adding Bitcoin to their balance sheet is a good strategy. Think micro strategy. Now, miners, not only are they hodling Bitcoin, but they're also buying it, and they're buying it at 40K and 42K. So this shows you we have extremely strong support level here at this level going forward. So is that bullish or what? I'd say it's pretty bullish. And again, I know people are freaking out. Bitcoin's now at 41,869, but these mining stocks are directly correlated to Bitcoin. And I'll prove it to you as well. So let's look at the mining companies that I typically look at. I look at the kind of billion dollar market cap and above the big guys and gals. Some of them actually have female management teams like HUD-8 which is great. So let's see how these stacked up over the last 12 months against Bitcoin. So when you look at this chart here, all these different colored lines are representative of different mining companies. And uh, sorry if you're on a mobile device, this will be an eye chart. But the basic net-net takeaway is you have Bitcoin kind of in the middle, that red line. And then above it, you've got three names. The three names are that beat Bitcoin are Marathon, Hut8, and BitFarms. Those that did not beat Bitcoin over the last 12 months are Hive, Riot, Argo, and CleanSpark. But remember as well, CleanSpark opened up at 40 bucks at the beginning of the year. Because when they said they were getting into Bitcoin mining, January 2021, seems like 100 years ago, the stock exploded. So that's what happened. I'll talk more about CleanSpark as well and some of the other names as we go deeper. So a quick refresher for those of you who may not remember. Some people think... You know, this 10 Bitcoin mined a day or 90 or whatever. This is kind of the history of Bitcoin, the Bitcoin issuance per glass node mined per day. So back in the day, over a decade ago, it was about 10,000 Bitcoin a day. Wow. Imagine being a miner back then. You could have done pretty well. Uh, then the next epoch, starting in 2013, I think it was, about 3,600 3, a day. And then the pre-mining uh, having it was 1,800 a day. And now we're doing 900 Bitcoin a day. Can anybody guess what the next step is? 450 in about two years time or even less. So uh, that's Bitcoin. So that's the number we're dealing with. So 900 are being mined today. Who's going to get those? Let's see. So let's look at the ones we're analyzing right now. So same as before, I look at Argo Blockchain, Hive Blockchain, CleanSpark, Hut8 Mining, Bitfarms, Riot Blockchain, and Marathon Digital Holdings. And there's a whole bunch more coming. A lot of new IPOs coming everybody's getting into the game the answer is why are people buying miners why is blackrock buying miners why are fidelity buying miners why are all these other hedge funds buying miners because it's easy it's hard for them to custody bitcoin and buy it they need special approval but they can buy any stock they want therefore they like miners and there is a theory that they may like miners that actually hodl their bitcoin because it's like buying Bitcoin. If you own, say, 10% of HUD 8, and they promise to hodl all of the Bitcoin they mine, you're indirectly getting direct access to Bitcoin without the headache. So that's why they're very, very popular, and that's why we need to look at them very carefully. So let's look at this. In terms of the share that these miners actually mine globally, remember, the 900 a day, that's about 27,900 a month, assuming You know, depending on 28 days, 31 days, etc. Let's call it 28,000 approximately. And our miners in this analysis mine about 2,438 of those, i.e. 8.74%. Call it nearly 10%, and it'll be over 10% in 2022. But think about that. These big publicly traded companies are less than 10% of all the miners in the world all the hash rate. So that's massive to understand. And remember, sovereigns are coming in and there's group I know people in Scandinavia, I know people in Canada, they're trying to bring mining to their local communities so they can make their community a better place, generate jobs, use cheap energy, give back, make the world a better place. Think El Salvador and volcano mining. So mining is <laughs> it's going to be really big in 2022. And look at Jack Dorsey, what he's doing with, with Block and everything else, the formerly Square Company. So let's talk about a quick reminder of success. It's based on hash rate, power consumption. You know, if you're, if you're going to spend 15 cents a kilowatt hour, you're not going to make it in this game. The price of Bitcoin has a huge impact on these companies and uh, maintenance costs. And also the big challenge is, how can you get access to rigs out there? You know, with the semiconductor shortage, how easy is it to get an A6 miner? And which version is it? Because the new ones are selling like hotcakes. And that's what a lot of these mining companies are doing too. They're sacrificing profitability to invest in capital equipment. So the hash rate, boom. I do believe that price typically follows the hash rate. So we are behind the ball. But uh, just to highlight on the graphic, the big gray arrow there is the China ban. That's when China banned mining. The hash rate collapsed. And look at it now. It's way higher than it was at its highest peak before. And also to talk about some complex numbers, um, Bitcoin hash rate is now about 211 exahashes per second. Remember, one exahash per second is one quintillion hashes per second. That's a lot of transactions. And it takes about 2.73 quadrillion hashes to calculate and generate a Bitcoin. So a lot of power is required to keep this network secure. Now let's go through my my pricing. Framework methodology: the way I stat rank all these things is about five or six different categories. Number one is the hodl ratio. This is the whole Bitcoin on the balance sheet. And uh, last time we did this about three months, four months ago, um, it was an interesting situation. Uh, There was a clear winner just by a hair, and that was CleanSpark. And after my video, we got to ten and went straight to twenty-two, and then fell back. Right now, it's at eight. So these things are very volatile. Uh, And again, I'm still whipping myself for not hedging my bet. You know, I made uh, way over a thousand percent on a synthetic long in four weeks and I didn't take profit. Remember that, everybody. Take your profits. So let's look at the Bitcoin mined in December. Some of these numbers are kind of exciting and stunning. So if you look at Argo, they mined 214 in December. Hive, 423. CleanSpark, 226. HUD8, 302. Bitfarms, 363, Riot, 425, and Marathon, 484. But remember, it's very important not to just look at how much these guys actually mine, but how much capital they use to create the hash power to be able to mine them. So sometimes big is not necessarily better. So also the rate at which these companies are scaling and building out their equipment and hash rate is stunning. There is talk of... I think if you look at HUD-8, they were 1x a hash at you know, six or eight months ago. Now they're over two, and they're planning to be 6.6 by summer. So they will 6x in a year, and that's how much scale these companies are trying to build out. So let's look at another uh, key factor. How much Bitcoin do they actually hold in the balance sheet? Here, Argo, uh, 2600 Hive, 3900 CleanSpark, six thirty three dollars Remember, CleanSpark sold a bunch of Bitcoin. In fact, they sold it at 57 k which is not a bad trade. Then you have HUD8, $5,500. BitFarms, 3300 Riot, 4800 And Marathon, 8100 So you can see here, the big daddy is Marathon. But how does that look in perspective to market cap? And we'll do that as well shortly. In fact, right now, not shortly, but next. So if you look at the percentage, the amount of bitcoin as a percentage of market cap on the balance sheet based on today's price of bitcoin at 42k hud 8 mining has 21 percent of their market cap is pure bitcoin which is the highest of them all argo's number second number two and then down the list you can see where it goes in fact when bitcoin's at about 47k the bitcoin on their balance sheet makes up a quarter of their market cap which is kind of substantial if you look at microstrategy it's actually more than their market cap Think about that for a second. It's crazy how these things are valued. So next one is hash rate. Now, it's very, very difficult to figure out exactly where these hash rates are going over the next year, but I was able to plug some estimates. But the current rate is as follows. Now, I won't read them all, but you can see here, Marathon is number one with Riot close second. But the key here is to map this again to market cap and the Bitcoin mind and how efficient they are in using capital. That's so, so important. So we'll see where this all goes, but let's jump a little bit further. This is the Bitcoin mined per exahash. It's one of the new kind of ratios that we have. And here they're color coded, so you can hone in on who the winner is. So the winner here is Hive blockchain, but there's a key factor to really understand is when you look at the miners that are growing their hash rate really, really fast, they're basically plugging in machines every single day as quickly as they can but sometimes if their current hash rate is say 10 or 2 or 1 they may were they probably weren't in full production in the middle of January or December because they were still plugging machines so you have to take that into account as well when you look at this because the machines need to be running all the time for max efficiency hence some of these numbers are off so Argo is the loser Bitfarms and Hive is the winner in terms of most efficiency And the average midpoint efficiency so far for all of them is about 147. So it's all over the place. But those that are scaling the fastest have the weakest um, score here for some. But it's an important ratio as well to look at as we go forward. So number three is the profit margins, price to book ratio and price to sales ratio. And I'll walk through what they are. First of all, profit margins. Again, I pulled financials. Backed into some of these numbers, they may be slightly off or off, or maybe their financial statements are not telling the truth. This is something that's always part of an investment risk. But I ran conservative price targets based on these profit margin numbers. So the most profitable are Argo and Huttate Mining, basically 50% profit margin. So if they mine a Bitcoin, say they mine a Bitcoin and the cost is $25,000 to mine, they make 50% profit. So the other 25,000 is pure profit. So that's the way to think about this. And uh, others that do not have very good <laughs> margins right now are BitForums and Marathon, probably because they're investing in scale. And uh, Riot and CleanSpark were a bit low too. Again, investing in scale, and that has a big impact. But if you look at something like the PE ratio for HUD 8, it's 16. That is very cheap <laughs> for evaluation of a company when Bitcoin is at such a low price, right, like right now. And by the way, I just looked at Bitcoin and went up 600 bucks since you guys have been on. You're bringing the good juju again, that's incredible. So let's look at price to book and these ratios, but a little bit for the accountants in the audience, I hope there's a few of them out there. So the price to book ratio, first of all, compares the company's market value to its book value. The market value of the company is, uh, the formula I use is share price, multiplied by the number of outstanding shares. And the book value is the net assets of a company, CleanSpark wins uh, with HUD eight number two. Now the price to sales ratio, uh, this is literally calculated by taking the company's market cap, divided by the number of shares outstanding and divided by the total company sales or revenue or whatever, however they calculate it with Bitcoin. If they mine a Bitcoin, it's worth X and that gets booked as revenue. Anyway, the lower the price to sales ratio, the more attractive the investment. And here, CleanSpark wins again. Bit farms a second. So the key here is some of these numbers, um, you know, might be stretched. They seem very, very, very bullish. So take everything here with a grain of salt. And that's why I took 37 different ratios and created averages of averages, and I created ratios on ratios to kind of weed out everything. And just for people out there who might be new to the channel, we do everything based on math and numbers. Zero emotion. Okay? Very important. Let numbers tell you the truth. So number four. Exahash market cap. This is kind of cool. So this is the cost per exahash in market cap. So if you imagine a company is a billion dollars and they have two exahash, it's 500 million dollars exa exahash. So that's the easy way to think about this. So here... CleanSpark seems to be the most capital efficient, but we need to watch their exa hash rate carefully in 2022 and make sure they deliver on forecasts. They have extremely bullish forecasts. If they can pull this off, that will be a top-notch asset. Others that are very inefficient, Riot and Marathon, not good. And then you can see HUD-8, about half a billion. Argo did a little bit cheaper. Same with Hive and uh, BitFarms. But this is... Cool. I'm going to show you one thing next, number five. This is the Bitcoin mining projections for 2022 expressed in Satoshis per dollar of market cap. This is a brand new ratio that I had dreamt up, and you've never seen it before. So this is another exclusive. So this is the Satoshis mined per dollar of market cap in 2022. So let me try to explain what this means. If we take CleanSpark as an example, 1,200. So for every dollar of market cap, the plan, the projected plan of how many Bitcoin they're going to mine in 2022 is multiplied or multiplied by 100 million to give you the amount of satoshis. And that's divided by market cap. So 1,200 satoshis today is worth 50 cents. So talk about capital efficient. These guys are going to mine 50 cents worth of Bitcoin for every dollar of capital. That is crazy, crazy efficient. And they are off the charts compared to anybody else. But again, I have to stress their numbers are so good. It makes me doubt them just a little bit. So we'll see, but hopefully they can pull it off. Fingers crossed. But again, we have to monitor them carefully as we go through the year and we will do that. And number two is Hive and uh, BitFarms and then HUD8, etc. So they all kind of hover around that 600, 700 type region. And Riot and Mara were quite inefficient with the Satoshis that they generate per dollar of market cap, which is a key factor to look at. Now let's look at my price targets, uh, very detailed price targets based on margins pulled from the financials, based on projections, based on hash rate growth over time, based on the analyst targets in some cases, etc. a whole bunch of stuff. I have two different variations in price targets. So first of all, the first one is my IA 2022 target based on a price to earnings ratio of 20 based on their current margin and revenue expectations and mining etc etc. And there you can see Argo uh, has a target of 40 bucks, Hive $2 because their margin is not as good, CleanSpark uh, $20, bucks, hud 8 $21, BitFarms uh, 9 Riot 40 and Marathon $63. Now. The 2022 target for those that uh, don't have similar targets, I ran the same type of thing and you get the idea. But the idea behind this is to take two different pricing methodologies, average them up and then calculate them out and see. What I want to do is always identify where the most gains could actually happen. And this is it. So if you look at this here, I took the average of my two different price prediction models and created an average. And I divide it by the price today, minus one, to get the percentage gains. So if Argo goes to $33, the average of my two price predictions, that would be a three-bagger, which is 200% return on investment. The next ones in the block, uh, CleanSpark and HUD8 were number two. Again, Argo has kind of been standing out. It's weak in some areas, but very strong in others. You can see Hive, um, (laughs) not much upside there based on these price prediction models. And the rest, Bitfarms, Riot, and Marathon will get you 100% return on investment, which is pretty good. So again, I always sandbag my price predictions. If Bitcoin goes to $100,000, these will look really, really, really conservative. But we don't know where it's going to go. It could go to 67, 70, 75, 80, 100. We'll see. But either way, sandbagged, I do believe all these targets will hit in the year 2022 at some stage. So let's go to the conclusion and find the winner. And thank you all for being here and the moderators in the chat and everything else. So first of all, not financial advice. Don't go out and buy anything without doing your own research. I did use 37, re- uh, 37 ratios. I pulled a ton of information like future exahash plans, 2022 estimated earnings, current profit margins, etc., hodl ratios. But it's it's a complex beast. And all my ratios are built to make sure I can weed out any mistakes or identify any problems, and then I create a composite model to rank them. So the composite score is based really in summary on these things, which are based on ratios of ratios in many cases and projections. So the exahash over market cap, the gains to hit 2022 target. So basically we want to play where the most gains are to be had. Bitcoin balance sheet value as a percentage of market cap. That is a large weighting in my mind because I believe investors will invest first in those companies that are hodling so they can get a proxy of Bitcoin. Price to sales ratio, 2022 profit margin, 2022 target per Bitcoin, uh, over every billion dollars in market cap, and PE price target based on a PE of 20 and gains on a PE of 20. That's how the composite score ma- is made up. So we'll see. Again, not me. <laughs> you know, In full disclosure as well, I do own two of all of these. And I've done four mining videos right now. And in every single case, it was either HUD 8 or CleanSpark that won. So today, the winner, it is HUD-8, based on the composite score. Last time I did this four months ago, it was CleanSpark. So everything changes. But what's been really, really impressive about HUD-8 is their ability to scale their hash rate. Number two is CleanSpark. It was the previous winner last time, but now it's number two. And we have a number three, Argo was really tight. So I have to mention them. They are really coming up the charts. They were not good six months ago, a year ago. And they've gotten a lot better real fast. And that shows you how in this investing game, you've got to keep your tap dancing shoes on. Everything changes all the time, especially since miners started buying Bitcoin. Some miners started selling Bitcoin. Some miners started investing very heavily. It has a huge impact on financial ratios. And everything has changed in the last four months. It's been quite staggering. So let's look at the hut chart and see what we can see. couple of quick conclusions. First of all, we are under the 200-day moving average, and HUD-8 historically has spent very, very little time under that level. That is a bullish sign for me. Second of all, it is not overbought or oversold based on the Bollinger Bands. And third, it tracks very closely to the Bitcoin price, although more volatile than Bitcoin, if you can believe that, ladies and gentlemen. Check out that. The orange line is the Bitcoin price, and the green and red is the Hut price. So you can see we had some really good action shooting up to $14, $16. A lot of people took profit. I sold my Hut 8 last year, but entered a position this year. Um, So that is the chart. Now let's look at the arbitrage model. Again, if Bitcoin explodes in price, which some people believe it could, you know, if Bitcoin goes to $100,000, the intrinsic value alone of Hut 8 is worth $11. Forget the Ability for them to generate profits so if that is the case we're easily looking at a $20 hud 8 uh, target and currently hud 8 is trading at six bucks everybody i forgot to mention that as well so that's where we are the intrinsic value today based on the price is about 660 so it is actually fairly valued but remember bitcoin is in the toilet at 42k once bitcoin starts going up so will hud 8 so remember that chart i just showed you so some notes as well on HUD-8, some things we need to take into account as well when we look at this carefully. It was a very, very close race. The margins were super thin between the top two. Again, but I place weights based on the HODL ratios, mining efficiency, profit margins, capital efficiency. But keep in mind, HUD-8 is conservatively priced at $1.1 billion. The price today is $6. They have expansion plans to hit 6x a hash by summer of this year. That's a tripling from where it is now. And that's 6x from where it was last summer. So, and 10% of its revenue is diversified. They actually do Bitcoin mining hosting for Galaxy Digital, Mike Novogratz's shop. Also, they do rehypothegate their crypto. They currently are lending out about 2000 Bitcoin and they're earning 2% a month on that. And remember, hut break even is at a Bitcoin price of about $27,000. So if Bitcoin falls to $27,000, they start to lose money. They can't support that infrastructure at that price. Think about that. So that's the floor, but the miners are buying at 40k. So it looks like we're not going to get down there and they're not selling. So why? I'm going to get this question. So I want to preempt it. Why did CleanSpark not win this time? So one, they missed earnings. That's why the stock got beaten to death. Second of all, their margins are not as good as HUD-8 and they're ramping up their business fast. And they did sell their Bitcoin, so they don't have a hodl strategy like HUD-8, which means, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think they'll they'll attract as many investors. Remember, they were hodling before. They said they'd hodl and they sold. But they did sell at 57 k so they're making some money. If they're buying back at 42 k maybe they are, then that's a good thing. Now, when they are strong, um, where they are strong is their targeted hash rate for 2022 is extremely strong. Their price to sales and price to book is outstanding, as well as gainers if they achieve the target. So we're going to watch them both very carefully. But remember, we're relying on financial information. Sometimes people can cook the books. I don't know. Trust but verify or don't trust verify, whatever that saying is. That's what we should all do. Hope you like it, and we'll see where this goes Monday morning and next week. But again, it's very closely tied to the Bitcoin price. So that is the Bitcoin mining review, and we'll watch that IPO very carefully. I think it'll open high and fall down for Rhodium. So big thank you, everybody, and thank you to the mods out there in the chat and keeping us all safe. I'll see you all tomorrow. Happy MLK Day.